Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. You're in the ball! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle, une passe devant. Et c'est la bonne ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. pour les Canadiens, le troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast on this Wednesday, October 11. How are you feeling, Montreal? Some of you are probably down because the Montreal Canadiens lost by a score of 6-5 to five in a shootout versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. I, for one, have absolutely no problem at all with it. You're probably going to say, oh, no. Tony, don't tell me you're on this rebuild thing again. No, not that I'm on the rebuild thing again, but the Habs are turning the corner. You're seeing that they're starting to compete with some of the better teams in the National Hockey League. The Toronto Maple Leafs have so much talent, and at no point were the Montreal Canadiens intimidated by Toronto. Yes, if you take a look at the shots on goal, Toronto had more shots, Toronto had more scoring chances, and maybe Toronto should have won this game before the shootout. But at the same time, the Canadians could have also won the game. This game had absolutely everything. The Montreal Canadiens taking a 2-0 lead. Toronto storming back and scoring three straight goals when the Montreal Canadiens thought they had a 3-0 lead, only for a coach's challenge to take place. The goal gets overturned. It's the turning point of the hockey game at that time. Toronto scores three straight goals. They go up by a score of 3-2. to two. At that point, you think the Toronto Maple Leafs have all the momentum in this hockey game. The Montreal Canadiens battle back with three goals of their own in a row. Bing, bang, boom. They take a 5-3 lead. At that point, you probably thought the game was over. No, sir, it was not. Toronto comes back and ties the game at 5. The game goes to overtime. Toronto picks up a penalty. The Canadiens go on the power play. They were 2-4 for four on the night, but when it counted most, they don't get the goal. The game goes to a shootout. Out. Montreal has three shooters. Suzuki, Caulfield, Doc, they all missed. Caulfield hit the post. Toronto's got three shooters. And Matthews, Nylander, Marner, and Marner makes big. He's the third shooter for Toronto. He scores quick hands, goes upstairs, up and over Jake Allen. The Toronto Maple Leafs win a spectacular, exciting, entertaining hockey game. And that's all I can ask for. And that's the type of podcast I'm going to give you this season, this hockey season. I promise to bring you the best Habs coverage, the most entertaining Habs podcast in the world. I'm Marinaro. The Sick Podcast, brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. Brewed in Quebec and a winner of a dozen international awards, La Bitta TV offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bitta TV, embrace your true nature, and also brought to you in part 
by Playground. Over 600 machines, poker tournaments, and Playground casino games, daily promotions, unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else? Why go to any other podcast? Located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal, it is Playground. And tonight, for the opener, the Canadians in Toronto, game one of the season, I call upon former Montreal Canadian scout who's going to break it down. He was under the Bob Ganey regime, and this year, you know him, or you've known him, uh, for, you know, of course, recruits and recruits.ca, but also the sick draft cast with Grant McCagg. He usually does it with Shane Gomo. Shane's not here today. I'm Marinaro. Let's bring Grant in. Grant, what's going on? Uh, you're, you're a little happier about that, uh, about that game than I was there, Tony. Yeah. Still yeah. burning a little bit. I, need, I think I might need to borrow your spritzer there hold on a second there's there is there fire coming out of your ear because you know what the studio this the studio has smoke coming out of its ears you know that eh yeah well look at that look oh there you go well that's there, there we go. Oh, from oh, me. Oh. huh that's coming directly from me tony uh that uh, definitely is and i want to let you know that ADJ products are used worldwide for events, productions, festivals, podcasts, and more. ADJ products are also installed in a wide variety of venues ranging from churches and theaters to trampoline parks and roller rinks, nightclubs and lounges to concert venues and event centers. And now here on the Sick Podcast with Marinero. Grant, talk to me, my man. Talk to me. A game that had everything. Yeah, yeah. When I was hearing your uh, theme there, I was thinking you should have an alternate one for... Uh... When they blow leads like that, F U C K instead of S I C K. F U C K S I C K S I C K Grant. Okay, yeah, no, I gotta get that straight. But okay. uh, that's what I was muttering under my breath. But yeah, hey, uh, you know, uh a point on the road. Yeah. Toronto, I guess. Yeah. Big picture, right? It's uh I mean, uh I, I don't know about that. I looked up at the uh mm. <clears throat> clock shot <laughs> yeah and it, when it was 30 13 yeah Montreal had uh they had a lot of possession time a zone time there I don't know if they were uh too accurate with that shot count to be honest with you I'm but, gonna yeah you know you know you're right about that for me the shots weren't indicative of the way this hockey game went I mean the shots oh. will tell you that the Montreal Canadians got blown out of the building tonight I didn't see it that way and as a matter of fact I'm gonna tell you this uh, you know what? I want to focus on some of the positives. I don't want to be like everyone else that is not going to say the real things. That's not me, and I'm not going to do that. And by the way, I'm going to tell you the real things. You want one right away? You want one right away? For everyone who's defending, Brendan Gallagher can't skate anymore, okay? Let's get it out of the way, all right? <laughs> he is old at 29. This became a young man's league, and he got old overnight. And he can't skate anymore. I got the bad out of the way. You know, you know what there is in, in this business? There's too many people like Brendan Gallagher, good guy, defied all odds, fifth round pick. Most people thought he wasn't going to play in the National Hockey League, went on to play for about a decade in the National Hockey League or whatever it is, had a couple of 30 goal seasons. Nice guy, probably gives them a couple of quotes. Let's not say anything. He can't skate anymore. All right. This is, this is, see, Sick Media, we're, we're an independent company. You understand? We're not one of these big, big name companies, this, that, whatever. They got the big name. They never have any breaking news. They never have any scoops. They never have nothing. Well, they did a couple of years ago. But anyway, they don't have them anymore and all that. This is not, this is not why you can't say nothing because, you know, uh, uh, the games in here and there, we know him, we know that. No, 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 no. Can't skate anymore. All right? He can't. It's over. It was nice. It's making him an ambassador. Can't skate anymore. Now, 
let's let's talk about some of the positives. There were lots. Slavkowski oh. at times in camp. I'm like, oh man, I want him to take a step forward. And sometimes during camp, I wasn't seeing it. Sometimes I was seeing players with less experience than him playing better than him. Then, of course, we saw Logan Cooley be a human highlight reel on a couple of occasions, and we started wanting to knock our heads against the wall, or at least I did. I know you didn't, Grant. Slavkowski tonight really showed why the Canadians thought this guy was going to be the guy in the draft. He went to the net. He picked off a lot of pucks. Uh, he was very good in his own zone. On yes. a couple of times, you know, on, on one of Newhook's goals, it's him that came back behind his own blue line to actually chip it out. And a two-on-one from uh, Doc to Newhook ended up being a three-on-one and went from Doc to Slavkowski with the backhand pass to Newhook. Also, on Newhook's second goal of the game, it's Slavkowski who strips Max Domi of the puck in the offensive zone. Uh, so, obviously, the puck stays. The Canadians gain possession, and that puck ends up going after finally back to Doc and to... Uh, Jack Eye, who takes a quick wrist shot, and it's deflected by Newhook. If you were worried that Ryan Reeves was going to go all after Montreal Canadiens players this year and he <laughs> was going to destroy everyone and injure everyone, I got to tell you this. George Larac told me earlier today on BPM Sports that we, we both predicted that Reeves and Jack Eye would fight. He told me Jack Eye would win. I said Reeves would win. Look, I think Jack Kai surprised them by dropping the gloves as quickly as he did, but Reeves had a chance to redeem himself. You know what the big win for that fight was for me, Grant? It wasn't so much that for some he won that fight. For me, it was the fact that Reeves had a chance to redeem himself in that hockey game. Several shifts later, when Jack Kai came out of the box, he got a 10-minute misconduct, and he didn't want to go for it. And it actually looked like Jack Eye was saying, hey, if you want your rematch, I'll give it to you. I'm not saying that Reeves is scared, but I'm telling you that he felt Jack Eye's strength and said, okay, uh, tonight won't be the second time, maybe another night. Oh, that was awesome. I, uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, yeah, when yeah. Brady Kachuk had that, had that uh, little scrap with Weber, eh? Yeah. And he well, kind he, of, uh, he, he manhandled him. You know what? You're absolutely right. Because it also took place behind the net. Right. He manhandled him a bit. He put Weber behind that. Hey, that's a good memory by you. I don't know how you remember these things. I don't remember what I ate last night. Maybe because like <laughs> I had 15 meals last night and that's probably why, but anyway, that's yeah. it. That but, was uh, it. the young lad showing the, uh, you know, the guy that's respected league wide for being so strong and I yeah. Mean, yeah. Man mountain. Uh, well, Reeves last year, we, we got a glimpse of it last year when he ragdolled yeah. Cassian. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Cassian's a big, thick, strong boy, but uh, Reeves has kind of got the reputation for being like the, the strong guy of the, of the league. Yeah. And Jack, I outmuscled him. It was, uh, I, I mean, I, right then and there, it, it sent a message. Now this is going to be before your time, but it also yeah. reminded me of when Robinson beat the tire out of out of Schultz. I remember that one. I have it bookmarked uh, in my in my laptop here, YouTube, of course. And yeah. that was when uh, you know the the Broad Street Bullies were going around pushing everyone around. They won the Stanley Cup in 1974, 1975, and in 1976, 77, 78, 79. Of course, the Canadians won four straight. At one yeah. point, Robinson said, I'm not going to have this. It was at the old forum in Montreal. 
put the jersey over him. My God, it was absolutely one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. That and when Chris Nyland knocked out Terry O'Reilly and split him open for about 25 stitches. Very much appreciated that one as well. Hey, listen, George Larac is a regular collaborator on the Sick Podcast. As a matter of fact, he's usually on, on Thursdays, which is perfect because he's going to join us tomorrow night. He's going to talk about it. We know that George Larac gave Michael Pozzetta some lessons on ice and Brassard because somebody was there that actually taped it, put it on social media. George couldn't deny it. He came clean and said, well, because it's out there, I'm going to tell you that I have been working with Michael Pozzetta. And then all of a sudden, George started saying on BPM Sports Radio and right here on the Sick Podcast with me, Marinaro, he started saying, you're going to see when the season starts, Jack Guy will be ready for Ryan Reeves and Jack Guy will take Ryan Reeves. And last year when George was on the podcast, George kept saying, you know, he's strong, but he doesn't know how to fight all that well. I wish I could actually have a word with this kid and give him lessons. So then he helps Pizzetta. I believe he helped Jack Guy. He's denied it because they haven't come public yet. But I know my buddy George. I've known this guy for about 15 years. I'll bet my life that he gave Arbor Jack Guy some fighting lessons. My life. He's going to join us tomorrow. Let's see if he tells us tomorrow. That's it. He obviously knows how to beat Ryan Reeves in a fight, George Larac does, because that was a pretty good game plan. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, that, uh, in the long run, that's going to pay pay big dividends for the Canadians, I think. Hmm. Um, uh, it'll be Lucic net, next, I guess. You Bring know, him on, Daddy. Bring him on. All right, okay. Not that I'm promoting fighting because I haven't for the last couple of years, but well, I have to tell you, it is a talking point for sure. Uh, Connor Bedard, by the way, has scored his first National Hockey League goal. That came probably give or take about an hour ago versus the Boston Bruins. A quick shot on net. Grabbed the puck, went behind the net. Quick wraparound. Inside. All right, okay. He will visit the Bell Center on Saturday night. And, uh Yeah. He'll do that on Saturday night, and we look forward to that and uh, get ready to pay big bucks if you want to watch that hockey game. All right, okay, why don't we do this? I want to let everyone know that following post games, following games like I did last year, I will be taking calls. I'll open up the phone lines at one 585 7425 That's 1-888-585-SICK. If we can, bring up the number. That's it, Sammy, at Master Control. one 888 You call me whenever you want, anywhere from around the world, because this podcast is going around the world, not only in Montreal, not only in Toronto, not only in the United States, and it's going everywhere. It's Italy. Right now in Italy, they're not sleeping. They're watching the sick podcast because they know there's a guy named Marinaro and McCag who are doing this. All right, okay. Let's bring up the lines if we can. I'm in one of those mood, Grant. Maybe you may have noticed that in probably the five coffees I had today. All right, okay, let's go. Let's put on the reading glasses. Let's get to the sunglasses. I need to make these prescription glasses, by the way, so I can keep my sunglasses all the time, and I can actually read instead of flipping off glasses back and forth like an idiot at 100 miles an hour. Suzuki was in between Caulfield and Josh Anderson. Doc with new hook to his left and Slavkowski on his right. Monaghan with Pearson on his left, the Pearson play, and Gallagher on his right. Evans with Pinard on his left and Yelonen on his right on defense. Matheson, Sabard, Gouli, Kovacevic, Jacki, Harris, and Jake Allen got the starting goal. And I'm going to tell you right now already that uh, Samuel Montembeau will get start number two on Saturday night at the <laughs> Bell Center. I would also bet the house on that one. Okay, yeah. now let's go to Toronto Maple Leafs lineup. Do we have it? 
Let's bring it up. All right, Matthews with Marner on his right, Bertuzzi on his left, Tavares with Domi on his left, and Nylander on his right. Minted in between Nyes and Yarncroft. Kampf with Grigor on his left and Reeves on his right. Riley, Brody, McCabe, Klingberg, Giordano, Liljegren. And in goal, it was Ilya Samsonov. And of course, there was your lineup and tonight's game. Grant, we have a lot of things to talk about. The first period, Brody loses his footing at the offensive blue line. The puck is stripped by Jake Evans. Off to the races he went, chased by Grigor, beat Samsonov upstairs. You know, I've said on a couple of occasions that because of Jake Evans' injury history and because that Owen Beck is going to be knocking off the wall, uh, on the wall, I wouldn't be surprised if he loses his spot. Marty St. Louis has told everyone in the last couple of days, hey, don't forget Jake Evans. He's an important player on this team. Man, did he look good on that play. Breakaway, quick hands, upstairs, away parla. Beautiful goal. I uh, uh, He had 13 two years ago. We, we, we tend to forget that. And last year was, uh, you know, there was a lot of injuries and a lot of struggles. Um, he he uh, If he can bounce back and score somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 goals, in a fourth line role, that would be so important for the Canadians uh, going down the road. And uh, just if you let, uh, if you don't mind me uh, commenting on Slavkowski there, tell me. Um, he, uh, I was a little disappointed that, uh, like, uh, I agree with you on the point that where he looked really good defensively. I thought tonight, yeah, and uh, a little disappointed with three minutes left that Pearson had that two minute shift. And he never got out with. Uh, now I don't know if it was by design or not to, that Slavkovsky didn't get on. Uh, I, I have noticed it in, in games before where he doesn't really get on at the end of games when they're protecting leads. Yeah, and I think that he's, especially with his size and and skating ability and uh, and improvements that he's made defensively, that he's a better option than Pearson. You know, Pearson might be the old wily vet, but. Slavkovsky is the kid with the physical skills that can get the puck along the boards. Like, I don't know how many times he stripped yeah. the leaves of pucks tonight and uh, was great along the wall, was was excellent in his own zone. I think he's been excellent in his own zone all, pre, all preseason he was too. He like, didn't look like he was intimidated. He looked no. like he belonged. He looked like he belonged. I don't know how he matured so fast over the span of two or three weeks, but he looked like everything that he didn't know before. He learned. He looked good tonight. He, I, I didn't mind his uh, preseason, Tony, but I mean, I I always look at it uh, pretty positively because I, I think he's going to be a very good uh, NHLer, but uh, he got on for a half a second in overtime, too. Um, I think that, you know, too eventually bad, it's going to happen. But Suzuki had a long shift in overtime there. Yeah. Because they, they had the far bench, right? Right, right. But I mean... I, I don't think he's ever gotten into an overtime yet, you know, and it's young in his career and stuff, but he's made for three on three too. I mean, the kid opens up a lot of space. He can skate. He, uh, it's possible to get the puck from him, especially three on three. Yeah. I love to see him in overtime. And I think that's eventually going to happen this year, but uh, still a little disappointing that he got yeah. out for the last half second of overtime, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause he was on his game. And I think, when a guy's going, you have to uh, give him the cookie, you know, yeah. give him those opportunities. And that, 
he keeps playing like that, that's going to come soon enough. Let, let's talk about who dropped the ball tonight before uh, we, you know, we get to, uh, even though we already did get to who was very good tonight. So I talked about Brendan Gallagher uh, and it's laborious to watch him. No, it's, it's laborious. It's really painful. My buddy Rob sent me a text message. He said, you know, this is a young man's league and Gallagher and, and, and the, the bumps, the bruises and the amount of times he's been in the garage, plus his, his skating. It, 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 it looks like, you know, he's, he's, he just can't do it anymore. And he's right. That's number one. Number two, I didn't even know that Tanner Pearson played in this hockey game tonight, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Uh, number three, I thought that uh, David Savard, um, I thought he would have looked better in a game like this where you take offensive chances and you use a little bit your skating. Uh, and this is no particular order, by the way. Uh, Jake Allen, who got the vote of confidence from Marty St. Louis, although he made a couple of big saves that went off of his left shoulder, and although the game was wide open, let's be honest, there's a couple of goals in this hockey game, especially the one that Matthews banked off of a bad angle, just decided, let me shoot it at net and let me see what happens. Allen... Allen gave up a couple of bad goals. And when you have a lead the way they had, you need to close the game. Now, I understand the Canadians don't play like that. I understand the Canadians don't start putting shutdown lines on there. I understand that Marty St. Louis is not a defensive guru. I understand it's not part of the philosophy. But, you know, look, Jake Allen gave up five goals in this hockey game. I would have told you would have gave up five goals in the hockey game before the game started. You would have told me it's not good enough. It was not good enough. At least two bad goals for Jake Allen. Other than that, Sean Monaghan had a great play on a great pass that he made to Cole Caulfield uh, on a goal that I, I believe was eventually, that was the one that was called off. But uncharacteristically, with an empty net and the Canadians up by a score of 5-4, to four, Sean Monaghan tried to clear the puck out of the zone twice, and twice it got picked off. Yeah. That was, that was very, I'm just bringing it up because he's this so good. It just, it was uncharacteristic. The defenseman made a great play. I got to give him that. Uh, I thought Monaghan, the first clear, yeah. um, he, he made a nice clear, but that that was an excellent defensive play. So I'm not going to uh, get too hard on him on for that. But he uh, Monaghan made a pile of subtle little plays tw throughout the game that I thought, um, you know, it, in addition to that beautiful pass that unfortunately on the goal that got called back. I don't know how many times, Tony, it, it just it, it, the feeling of deja vu when they play the least where they have a chance to go up three nothing mm. or four nothing and a goal goal gets called back that has happened I don't know how many times and then they get penalties Toronto scores they get back in the game uh, we have seen this I don't yeah. know how many times in the last three or four years where the Canadians had a chance to be up three or four nothing something happened it got turned the momentum got turned around toronto gets a power play goal or two and the, the game completely changes and That's, it happened uh, again tonight yeah it's a great call by dean chanoa who looks over at sheldon keith right away says sheldon i think we got something here i think he's offside i had to watch it four or five times before i finally realized that it was caulfield that was offside speaking of which caulfield had a goal in this hockey game he could have had two goals in the hockey game had that goal counted and it's funny eh, grant because on both goals, and one didn't count and one counted, he actually kind of fanned on the shot. Uh, on the first one he fanned, it was a knuckleball. And on the second one, it was it was deflected, actually. It went off of Brody and then up and over Samsonov. And why am I bringing it up? Because there's some guys, there's some players, they're just born to score goals. 
Cole Caulfield, when he was born and he got baptized and they put the holy water, it was you, my friend, are born to score goals. Because even when he fans on his shots, he scores goals. When other players would fan, they would miss. That's any other player on the team. They take that shot, they fan on the shot. It's being stopped. It's hitting something. It's not going in. Him, it goes in. He's just born to score goals. Unfortunately for him, a post in the shootout. Well, the first two guys didn't get a shot on net, you know. Yeah, Suzuki, Suzuki was going for the whole waiting game, waiting, waiting, uh, waiting, and then I'll take it and I'll flick it over you. Nick, it worked does, like three, three times last year, but I think everyone's seen the tape by now, no? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, that's not going to, that wasn't going to work again. <laughs> the goalie was waiting it out. He would have waited there forever, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I like Yelonen's game tonight. The, oh. What impressed me, um, he's... He really dedicated himself. Uh, like you talk about taking lessons, he took he took some fighting lessons with Pizzetta, which I thought was pretty cool. They showed him after practice. Pizzetta, you know, showed him a few moves. He put on ten pounds of muscle that yeah. he needed to do. He uh, biggest issue that he had in his game, and I, I I talked with Rob Ramage about it, and and we both agreed on it was yeah yeah in his own zone, getting the puck out. He'd get out muscled. Uh, out battled to get pucks out of his own zone, and tonight, and I'll I'll put up a tape tomorrow once once it's up on Instat, and I can go through his shifts, and uh, I'll put put a little tweet up and and something on the on my website. But he made two excellent defensive plays uh, in the yeah. first half of the game that got the puck out when Montreal was in trouble when Toronto was uh, was pressing, yeah, and played played a strong defensive game, and then of course that goal. Like you see the hands on him and the poise. That was a beauty. Sand on Donnie Walio, the way he went forehand, backhand, and put it up and over. And it was smooth, eh? Nice yeah. and smooth, see? Yeah. That's the way, nice and smooth. I, I think they got to get Pizzetta in the lineup and either Pearson or, or Gallagher gets out. Probably Pearson. Uh, but, it, you know, what? they're going to make a move. I think Pizzetta needs to be in the lineup, to be honest with you. They need a guy up front that can... You know, that that can you don't want your defenseman when you're spending five minutes in the box. Well, how how long did he spend in the box? He was 15 minutes in the box or 17? Yeah, yeah it was he was in there for a while. And I, you know, that didn't help. Say, Grant, if I can't, Marty's not benching Brendan Gallagher the second game of the season. The whole no, year. but Pearson, Pearson, he can sure and uh, no, and that that's that's right. That's why they'll make the choice of Pearson, I think. Uh, you can't take Yelona note after that game, and uh, maybe Harvey Pinard, but Har- Harvey Pinard's a heart and soul guy. It's kind of tough to take him out of lineup too. What kind of message does that send? Yeah, to the teammates, right? But yeah, uh, he got the he got the pass on the uh, on the Yelona goal, by the way, for Harvey yep. Pinard. Of course, it was a giveaway, and they were able to pounce on it, and they, they were able to make them pay the price. But yeah, you're right. You know, like Pizzetta. Look, I, I think Pizzetta and Pearson. Uh, and they're not going to be the only, but Pizzetta and Pearson are pretty much going to split the games because for them to be more effective, I think that's the way it's going to need to be done. Pearson got his game. Give Pizzetta the game now. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you got to bring in Pez next game. He, what, what, he scored a goal against Ottawa last yeah. exhibition game. Then he gets, you know, then he doesn't get to play. Uh, I was surprised that he wasn't in the lineup against Toronto because their fourth line's got Reeves, right? Yeah, and he's the only guy on the team that had ever fought Reeves before, uh, so it left uh, Jack Eye having to do it, and uh, 
he spent well 15 minutes in the box and that didn't help you got a regular uh sitting in the box for 15 minutes uh, in exchange for a fourth liner right? yeah that one hurt that one hurt for sure yeah, yeah. Um, Second period, Slavkovsky once again with the great play behind his own blue line, Dak and Newark on the two-on-one. Turns into a three-on-one with Slavkovsky's hustle, by the way. Oh. Dr. Slavkovsky, the backhand pass to Newark, makes it 2 nothing. By the way, earlier today, I said my Habs player surprise of the year is going to be Alex Newhook, who last year with the Colorado Avalanche picked up 12 goals, I believe, 18 assists for 30 points. And I said... This guy here is going to 20 plus 30 for 50 points. Guess what? He scored two goals in tonight's hockey game. 18 more to go. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> the penalty on Kampf. This was smart of Gooley. He hooks Gooley, who holds his stick there, trying to draw a penalty. He does. Monahan to Caulfield. We talked about the knuckleball. The coaches challenge for offside. Caulfield's offside. Toronto comes back. Klingberg with a long pass to Grigor down the left wing, one-on-one -on -one with Savard. He goes wide with a quick wrist shot off the far post. I thought Jake Allen was a little bit out of his net on that one. That's one I think he should have. I know it's far post, and I know it's off the post. I don't know. I think you have to stop that one. Two goals that uh, – the two goals that I thought were soft got yeah. – let Toronto back in the game, both of them. They were pivotal goal. Like <laughs> the, the Matthews goal later when it was 5-3. Yeah. Right. Should have stopped that one. And uh, the uh, the first goal. Yeah. That, uh, they scored when, um, you know, Montreal had the momentum. They scored that third goal, which was called back. And then he that was quite a that was a sharp angle that Gregor scored on. Like yeah, he he's, got to, he's got to stop that. He didn't yeah. cut down the angle well. And, and that Matthews goal, that was uh, that was just poor goaltending. So, so, so the Gregor goal narrows the lead to 2-1 for Montreal. Right. Uh, Toronto gets on the board. And then Newhook takes a penalty, which Domi really took a dive. And the yeah. ref fell for it. Newhook takes a penalty on the power play. Nylander off the post. Marner shoots in the front of the, to the front of the net. It goes off of Tavares' skate right to Matthew. Top corner for Austin Matthews, who, by the way, was somewhat of a disappointment last year if you had him in your pool, uh, considering what you probably expected him to do. But tonight he was unbelievable with a hat trick. Then Jake Evans takes a penalty. Tavares to Klingberg to Nylander, a one-timer from the left side, right-handed shot, blows it by Allen, 3-2 Toronto. They go into period number three. Uh, Matthews with a, a in the slot, a hard wrist shot off of Allen's left shoulder. Uh, Matthews to Bertuzzi, back to Matthews. There's a save. Toronto could have had a 4-2 lead easily, but then they took a penalty. Suzuki to Matheson to Caulfield. Quick move to the inside. Shoots the flex off of Brody. That's the one we talked about. That ties it at three. Then Slavkowski steals the puck from Domi in the offensive zone. Dak to Jackye. Wrist shot deflected by Newhook. It is 4-3. Lilgren coughs up the puck the way we talked about before. Raphael RV Pinar to Yelonen in close forehand to backhand. Up and over Samson off 5-3. And then Tavares wins a big faceoff off Jake Evans in the offensive zone. Tavares ends up finding Matthews. That shot from the bang bad angle goes off of Jake Allen's left skate. He should have had it. He didn't. That's a huge banana. 5-4. Empty net. Monaghan can't get the puck out of the zone on two occasions. The second time, it's picked off by Nylander to Matthews, who, by the way, is on the side of the net. He misses his shot on the bang-bang play, but then it stays on his stick and one quick move, and the next shot is actually beats Jake Allen 5-5. They go to overtime. The Canadians have a power play. They couldn't do anything with it, and they go to the shootout, of course, and Suzuki, Caulfield, and Doc miss. Nylander, Matthews miss. Marner scores. 
Toronto wins 6-5. What a hockey game, man. What you, a hockey game. You wonder how much of an effect uh, Guy Boucher, they, uh, they pulled the goalie. Did he have a saying that, I wonder? You know, a little bit of offensive aggress- aggression there. It was mentioned by uh, Craig Simpson, like, you know, but that uh, for them to pull the goalie, what was there, about three and a half minutes left, down by two, ah, f- face-offs in their zone, let's pull the goalie. He drew up a play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, I think I was looking at it there and trying, trying to peek, and I think it said, okay, Allen's going to bank, let it bank off his skate. That was the. That was what he drew up. Go on, go on. Listen, uh, more and more teams, though, are pulling the goalie with, the, with yeah. the, you know, three and a half minutes to go in a hockey game. But I understand what you're saying, of course, because he did, he did drop a play. And let's see if, you know, what the play was that he drew up. But, yeah, it was a good night for Guy Boucher and the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs. They pick up the two points. You can tell that Tree Leaving looked relieved after the game that they won the game. Austin Matthews, this is the way to start the season. This guy took a lot of heat last year for Toronto, and this is the way for him to start the season. But you know what? Screw the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's talk about the Montreal Canadiens once again, if we can. All right, okay. Um, Anderson on the top line. There was a lot of talk going into the season about that. What did you think of his game on the top line? I don't think he had an especially great game today. No, he did Uh, not. No. Um, I didn't think Savard was that bad. Actually, I tweeted something about it there just to just just to uh, chime in on what you were saying about him. He like he was uh, tasked with every penalty kill and uh, um, up against the big lines the most of the game, and and he did make some really nice defensive plays. But it's funny how you know, unless you go back over the tape and you really mm-hmm. focus on somebody. You, you notice certain things during the game, and uh, it, it uh, you form an opinion on it, but it's not necessarily uh, based on watching him closely the whole game, you know. So um, I, I get what you're saying about Savard. Like even when I posted that, somebody said actually he's had a few plays that that weren't great. So clearly, I missed a couple of couple of things that. Uh, that he struggled with, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you on Anderson. I don't think it was a especially great game for him, and he usually does show up for for the Leafs. It was yeah. uh, one of his uh, lesser moments uh, against the Leafs, but uh, I mean, he's always been inconsistent. You're you're not always going to get the A game of Anderson, and uh, I'm sure if they keep him on the top line, you're you're going to see a lot of good things from him. Well, this look- year. One game's not going to change a season, but if he's no. not going to bring it with consistency, well, then don't be surprised when Christian Dvorak comes back that Dvorak takes Monaghan's spot in the middle. Monaghan moves up to play on that line, and Josh Anderson might end up taking Brendan Gallagher's spot at that time. Yeah. Both right wingers. If, if Slavkowski keeps playing like he did tonight, Tony, it's going to be him up in that spot at some point too. Because yeah, he be. is the ideal like that is when they drafted him, they they envisioned that. That's He's, the ideal guy on the on that side with those two, and uh, he he forechecks and turns over pucks like that, and is beastly along the wall and makes great passes. Uh, um, you know. He's gonna he's gonna be on that top line eventually. He's so, he's there. You know they're hoping he's gonna be there. Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Well. That's that's what they saw. That's by the way. That's the player that he talked about, and they said, "What's who's your comparable?" 
And it, without even a second hesitation, he said Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Colorado, if he turns it to Miko Rantanen, we're okay. Well, and uh, on the how did how does skating look on that assist there, Tony? Uh, skating looked good. Yeah. No, skating he can skate. Good. He really can. He was. We saw. I saw that a lot in his draft. He was eating up the ice tonight. Yeah, I saw that a lot in his draft year, and uh, maybe last year it didn't happen as much as we'd like. But the kid can skate for his size. He's going to be an above-average NHL skater, and uh, it only uh, you know we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg with that kid. Hey, I I wonder how many people are going to give it to Marty St. Louis because if it's any other coach, you blow a 5-3 lead when you're up, even though the other team is much stronger than you on paper, you're still expected to close out the game. But, folks, you need to understand something. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. At least I wouldn't think so, all right? (laughs) They are still part of a rebuild. That has turned the corner. They're trying to play offense at all costs from start to finish. Because this is the philosophy they want. When they're going to be rocking and rolling and be extremely competitive for four, five, six, seven years in a row and hopefully win at least one Stanley Cup during that period, they're going to do it on offense. They did not hire this coach to take a 2-0 lead and that 2-0 to close the game. You know when that's going to happen? When all the members of the media are going to start complaining that he's not a good defensive coach and he can't close the game? At that point for that week, they're going to work on defensive concepts. They're going to work on defensive strategies. They're going to start trapping. They're going to close games. In the meantime, don't complain. It costs $300, $400, $500, $600 for a ticket. If you're going to go on Saturday night versus Connor Bedard, the best tickets in the house, cost price, are going for $1,000 a ticket. $1,000 a ticket. <laughs> That's don't crazy. Complain. I don't yeah. want to hear anyone complain. So, I already saw enough. I saw enough in the last 10, 15 years that the Montreal Canadiens played defense first, defense second, defense third. Their shutdown line was the line that was playing 20 minutes, 21 minutes, 22 minutes a game. They relied on Carey Price to try and steal the game. Carey Price, steal the game. Carey Price, steal the game. They get to an overtime, three on three. They put their three most defensive players on the ice. They play the entire overtime with a defensive mentality in hopes that the game will go to a shootout and Carey will stop all three or even four or five or six or seven if he has to. And that's the way they want to win hockey games. Those hockey games were boring. That's not the type of hockey I want to watch. 100%. 100%. Firewagon hockey. Firewagon hockey. Is back in town. I grew up with the Flying Frenchman. I grew up with Lafleur. I grew up with Lemaire. <laughs> I grew up with Steve Shutt. That's the kind of hockey in 86 when they won the Stanley Cup. They had Bobby Smith. They had Matt Snazlin. This is the kind of hockey when they won the Stanley Cup in 1993. Bellows and Danfus. They showed us that tonight. I think the Canadians have gone 28 years or something like that since the last time they had a player who scored 40 goals, which, by the way... <laughs> That record will not last after this year because Cole Caulfield is going to hit 40. I agree. I can't wait till you, uh, you know, you have another clip like uh, Suzuki steps gingerly over the line, you know, pass back to Caulfield and the scores like it. That nice. was Danny Gallagher. Nice, yes. nice to get that updated at some point there, Tony, with another uh, You're right. Stanley You're Cup right. call, eh? Danny Gallivan, the late Danny Gallivan, when it came to play-by-play in the National Hockey the League, hockey, he was the best, the, be- the best, the Roger best. Roger Doucette was the best. Uh, Singing uh, the anthem. Yeah. Uh, Danny Gallivan was the best broadcaster. 
Dick Irvin was the best color. Uh, Robinson was the best defenseman. I know he was was with the dreaded lease, but Bob Cole was very good for a long time too. Oh, for sure, for sure. But yeah. I mean, when we were kids growing up, yeah. Modern day, who do you like, or did like over the last twenty years or so? What broadcasters? Uh, play by play men, TV play by play guys. Oh wow, that's a that's a great question. I don't really have any favorites. What about I you? always I always like Cuthbert's voice. Yeah, you know C- Chris Cuthbert's good. That well that that came to mind. Uh, I'll admit. Yeah. Yeah. Cuth- Cuthbert's good. Yeah. I like them very much. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, and uh, the fellow that just passed away, Rick Jennerett. Loved him. Loved Rick. Rick Jennerett was very, very good as well. Mayday. 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 <laughs> yeah. LaFontaine. La- 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 Fontaine. Yeah. Palmonville. Uh, yeah. Population was, of Palmonville. Uh, that was very, very good as well. And of course, we are talking about TV broadcasters. Very, very good. All right. Okay. So now uh, I want to remind you all once again that I'm going to be getting to your phone calls at one triple eight five eight five seven four two five. And yellow, if we have any questions, Sammy, if we have any questions, Juliana, if we have any questions, you can bring them up right now. If you want to put someone on the line, Grant, if someone calls, you want to stick around, you want to take the call with me or what? What's the story here? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why sure. not, Grant? Why not? Okay, as, let's go. As long as they're nice, Tony. Yeah, and if they're not nice, we're going to hang up on them because I have the hang-up button. I'm in control. They can call. They can say whatever they want. And I can also hang up on them. Why? Because this is my podcast. And by the way, I can say whatever I want to say. Why? Because Agnello, Sammy, and Juliana, they allow me to. The Cavalaros, this is their podcast, but they put it in my hands, and they say, Tony, just be you. Now I finally have a chance to be me. I can say what I want, when I want, and how I want. And are they going to fire me? No. Unless they say something really stupid, then they probably will have no choice. But anyway, other than that, they know I'm stupid. <laughs> we open up the phone lines. We'll get to your calls. We'll get to your questions as well. Bring them up. Bring up some questions in yellow. Take them from YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live. Throw them out there. I don't care. I'll answer them all. Ross Amendola. Tony, sick, sick, good game tonight. My only problem tonight, two penalties, 200 feet away from the net in the offensive zone from Toronto, Mr. Hatch. Yeah. That that one call there, uh, um, where the ref made the call and he was a hundred feet away. Yeah, and it wasn't really a penalty. I didn't think Toronto and, took some uh, stupid penalties too. By the way, Yarncroft was in the offensive zone too. That's true. That's yeah. true. But that one uh, that that bugs me a bit when the the closer ref knew that it wasn't a penalty and the guy a hundred feet away he knew you know he could yeah. tell like yeah. you know let the let the other guy. Trust the other guy's eyeballs in that situation. Don't be, don't be you. the hero and make the call, even you know a phantom call. Now the that, power play Grant went two for four tonight, but they had a chance to win the game in overtime. When you have a chance in yeah. overtime, and you're on the power play, you got to put it inside. Really, intro, they scored. You got to put it intro. Uh, really, they had, they had three mm-hmm. power play goals tonight, so that's that's encouraging part, right? Yes, because one of course was the coach's challenge. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah. Uh, When's the last time they scored three power play goals? Uh, you'd have to go back a very long time, I would imagine. I, I, yeah, maybe they did it last year, but if they did, it was once. Hey, so over the last six months, people have been telling me you're not taking phone calls. And I said in the summer, I said the Canadians played their last game last season, April 13th, May, June, July, August, September. Almost six months, almost October, because, of course, today is the 11th. In a couple of days, it's going to be the 13th, okay? So for the last almost six months, people are saying, yeah, but, you know, if I want to call you, 
I said, I'm not taking calls right now because we'll take them after Canadians hockey games. The Canadians played a game. It was exciting. The lead shifted. I don't know how many times there was a big fight in this hockey game. There was a coach's challenge. There was power play goals. There was sick goals. There was bad goals. There was great saves. There was blunders. There was bananas. There was an overtime. There was a shootout. There was everything in this hockey game tonight. And I have to give you the phone number more than three times. I'm not going to give it again. Only one more time. I'm actually going to give it one triple eight five eight five sick one triple eight five eight five seven four two five. If you want to call me, you bring the heat tonight. You bring the fire because the fire is here in the residence of Marinaro, the sick podcast. There's fire. Oh, FOMO, yo. Oh, FOMO. We're on fire. <laughs> My house is on fire. I've been, uh, yeah, I've been impressed with Harris. Uh, he's playing on his offside. Tony and uh, yes, playing the right side, left-handed shot. Last game and and this game looked pretty good considering, you know, it's not easy to adjust uh, at the NHL level, especially yeah. a young defenseman like that adjusting on his on his offside. And uh, I, I've been impressed with Harris, and I hope he keeps it up. So uh, Justin Barron's not going to be in the lineup, in your opinion, on Saturday night? Uh, I'm not sure who he'd take out. Well, I know. Yeah. Uh, Kovacevich and, and Gooley, you want them to uh, not really be, be that noticeable necessarily. And I thought that was the case. Like how you didn't really notice Kovacevich. And when you don't notice Kovacevich, I think he, he's had a good game because that's the type of defenseman he is. You know, yeah, there were, you didn't see any mistakes really or nothing egregious. So um, I, I'd have to think that. Uh, the three right defensemen will will stay in the lineup, and Barron won't be in. But uh, perhaps they they mix it up and and bring him in. But I I have a feeling he's not going to see a lot of action uh, at this point. All right, let's. Uh, I, I think in yellow and Sammy, we're trying to do something there. I think we're trying to get to some calls. Uh, we have somebody here right now. Yes or no? Do we? Okay, it looks like we do. We are going to Stephen and Calgary. Stephen. Oh, hi. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm uh, terrific. I'm calling you from Calgary. Uh, yeah, and I know that. Are you ready to bring the fire tonight or what? <laughs> well, I guess I'm a little pissed off because... Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me why you're pissed off, Stephen. <laughs> well, because the Calgary... or the, Sorry, not the Calgary. I'm, I'm calling from Calgary, but my, I've always grown up with the Montreal Canadiens and yeah. How, how many well, times are you really calling from Calgary exactly? How many away. Stephen, how many times are you calling from Calgary exactly? Once, twice, or three times? <laughs> well, I, I called you once before and yeah. And I remember mm. you said after I called that I was really polite. Yeah. Mm. One of the greatest phone calls I've ever received in my life. Well, you know what? You I I you know, I'd love to I'd love to you know, have have some food with you and a, and a beer, because I think you you you're a really really nice person. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. My wife doesn't always say that about me. By the way, sometimes she thinks I'm not a nice person, but I'm glad that you said that. So you tell me anytime you're going to be in Montreal, this is what you do. You email me Tony at the sickpodcast.com. All right, Tony at the sickpodcast.com. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I was staying at the beautiful Ocean Sky Hotel and Resort. And all of a sudden, uh, the main desk called up to my room. They called up and they said, Mr. Marinero. And I said, yes. They said, there's a gentleman. 
His name is Robert Juskovich. Jusko. He says he's a big fan of yours. He watches your podcast all the time. And he'd love to be able to go out for a bite to eat with you. This is his number. I called him up. We went to a local bakery. We had a couple of pastries. My sugar level went up. It's on the verge of diabetes. It's all good. We sat there for two years, for two hours, two years, two hours. We sat there for two hours, like two years. We sat there for two hours, and what a conversation we had. So anytime you're going to be in town, because I'm not going to Calgary, but if you want to come to Montreal, (laughs) you email me, and I'll be there. Yeah, I went to, I passed through Montreal once, because on my way to Quebec City, and uh, like I'd love, I've always grown up a Montreal Canadiens fan. Good for you. A little kid. I was a I was a scrapper. Oh, you really? Eh? I, I would have I would have loved to have tear tore into the Maple Leafs. Oh, really? I was ever good enough <laughs> to play for the Montreal Canadiens. Okay, so now, uh, how tall are you exactly? I'm five ten. Five ten. How heavy are you? I'm about one one seventy five, one eighty. Uh, what, do I, I reckon, what do you reckon? What do you what do you what do you what do you reckon would be your chances of taking Ryan Reeves in a fight? Uh, well, I'd step aside and say, okay, Jack, I go get him. (laughs) I'd be be Jack, I's manager. Yeah, I hear you, but I hear you. (laughs) You you know what? Uh, you sound like a good guy to me and uh, we are going to talk soon, my friend. So once again, anytime you make your way to beautiful Montreal, Stephen from Calgary, you send me an email, I'll get back to you and we will hook up and we'll have a beverage. You know what we're going to have? We're actually going to have a labit at the B. I got three of them here. The uh, this oh, one yeah. here is a five point two. Then there's a six percent, and there's a five percent. The uh, the red one I think is a uh, yeah. These are pretty good. The blonde lager is absolutely fantastic. All right, mm-hmm. from Stephen in Calgary, where are we going? Let's open up the phone lines again. Let's go to more calls at one triple eight five eight five seven four two five. This is the best Habs podcast in the world. The sick podcast. Frank is in Maine. So we're taking calls to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. I'm based out of Montreal. I'm based in Villa Salle, Mon- Mountainside. And the first two calls, one is from Calgary, and the other one is from Maine, in Mozitumo. Frank. How's it going, Tony? Very good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, thanks. Yeah, fantastic. What's on your mind, my man? What's on your mind? Well, what I saw tonight, man, was actually, was actually awesome. I loved it. Yeah, but uh, two guys that stood out in a way mm-hmm. is uh, Slavkovsky and uh, Jackai. Yeah, Slavkovsky and Jackai. Yeah, for two rookies on their second year. Yeah, I mean Slav tonight. Well, if you're on your second year, you're no longer a rookie. <laughs> he he would fall a lot, fall a lot last year and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This year he did, he did get a hit tonight a few times, but he was able to give it back though. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. Uh, but once again, they're in their sophomore season. And I don't know last year Absolutely. if the 10 extra pounds, maybe his cardio wasn't where it should be. I don't know. I don't have those stats. I don't have that data. Only they know this year he looks good. By the way, if you're going to mention somebody who looks good, Talk about Alex Newhook. He scored two goals in tonight's hockey game. Alex Newhook was absolutely unbelievable. That, Frank that, from that Maine. Line, that line. That yeah, line yeah. Great. I think, I think that Slav played with Doc, which is a guy about the same size, but a North American guy. Uh-huh. And played a rough game. You know? Yeah, yeah. Slav, that dude, you're mm-hmm. this big. 
All right, you can plow your way through these guys. Plow. You have the talent. And when you hook that's around and defeat him or to be in the right spot, that's going to be, I think, I, I don't know, but I mean, I think that might be good down the line. I, I think it's going to be fight, great down the line. Yeah. On, man. A fight, fucking pushed over. Yeah, he yeah. Pushed over, he's like nothing. And on top of that, he's the guy that got that shot also, deflected by, by New Hook. That, that's good. I mean, he's got a wrist shot. He's the guy that's yeah. got one. He might be more in top four than top six. That's yeah, like bottom, bottom four in the top, bottom six. You know, and that's why I I'm hear saying. you. You call any time. I think you even dropped that f bomb. But you know what? I don't care. That's don't no hold guard. Don't, 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 don't worry about it. Say whatever you want. What do you think? That's this is a radio thing. station where we have a seven second delay, and if you drop an f bomb, we we block it out. We don't make you say, say whatever you want. You want to drop the f bomb? Drop it. Twenty twenty three. Well, yeah, let's call it F bond for it. It was fun tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Can yeah. I can I can I chime in for a sec, Tony? Of course, of course, naturally. Is that like plowing through the guys like Steve, like plowing through the guys like Steve from Calgary would, if he was out there? Oh yeah, Steve from Calgary would plow through everyone. Then I said, "How big are you? Five ten, one seventy five. What do you reckon your chance would be versus Ryan Reeves?" Well, I would tell Arbor, "Go get him." Sounds like a tough guy. Next, where are we going? <laughs> One triple eight five eight five seven four two five. Thanks for calling, Stephen Calgary, and thanks for calling Frank in Maine. We're gonna get a call from Montreal now. Well, what's this? What's the story here? Are we good, Philip from yes. Quebec City? Comment ça va, Tony? Ben oui, ça va bien, Philip. Toi, comment ça va? Ça va super bien. Fait sept ans que j'étais avec ma blonde aujourd'hui. Puis on a un petit garçon pour février. Ah wow, félicitations, c'est fantastique ça. Wow, bravo! Merci. Dis-moi quelque chose, Phil. Phil. Bon, Tampa Bay, ils ont voulu offrir un contrat à Joël Armia avec 50% de salaire retenu, mais le Canadien trouvait qu'une pièce était trop chère. Ah, ça, ça c'est pas pire, ça. Mais dis-moi quelque chose, Phil. Oui. Si c'est ton anniversaire, c'est ton anniversaire à soir, là? Oh, ben, c'est aujourd'hui, ouais, mais on fait... Uh, it's your anniversary today. Are you sure that you want to end the night with me? Because maybe you, there's other more interesting things for you to do to celebrate your anniversary. Uh, she, no, because uh, she, she's pregnant and the doctor said uh, no, no, none of that. <laughs> Not for oh, now. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. then I, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when my wife was pregnant, it was the greatest time we ever had as a married couple. But anyway, uh, listen, all the best to you. All the Thank best you. to the little boy that's on the way. And the little boy is going to be a Montreal Canadiens fan? Yeah, he already has his little onesie. Oh, fantastic. Who's your favorite player? Uh, Got to be Caulfield. But now Jack is making a good argument. Uh -huh. If you were to name uh, the little boy either Cole or Arbor, is there a better chance you call him Cole or Arbor? Uh, I don't know, but it's going to be Louis. <laughs> oh, it's going to be Louis. Okay, okay. For a second there, I thought you were going to call him Cole Arbor, like Cole Harbor. Uh, I was thinking Cole about Arbor. Tony, but... <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? Tony's a nice name, beautiful name, as a matter of fact. Name, hey. name him after Louis LeBlanc. But uh, yeah, I, I love your show, and uh, I'll we'll be watching you the whole all year. So, what is your uh, your, your uh, what is your wife's name? Roxanne. Roxanne, salut Roxanne, yeah. félicitations Roxanne, mes meilleurs vœux Roxanne. Merci Philippe. 
Merci et bonne soirée. Bonsoir, Philippe. All right, there you have it. Philippe in Quebec Cité, him and the lovely Roxanne are expecting little Louis come February. Isn't that great? Louis, Louis. Oh, oh. All right, where are we going? one 7425 We continue to get to your phone calls. We're going to Nova Scotia. We have someone called Rocket. Hey, how you doing? Very good. What's going on with you? Alan from Digby, Nova Scotia, first time. But uh, really enjoy the show. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, and agree with everything that was said. That was a fun game tonight. It's too bad that uh, we couldn't hold the lead. But my question is about uh, goaltending, obviously. Tell me. Do you not think we can ride Monty and Primo? I do. Okay, just. I do, but I got a question for you. Paid for Alan? I got a question for you. Are you ready to pick up Jake Allen if you're another team? What's that? Are you ready to pick up Jake Allen if you're another team? Well, you know what? He's been a solid backup, right? He's been a solid backup. And I used used to be skinny at one point. I'm not anymore. (laughs) I know, I know. You know what I mean? It's a bad time of year to be doing it. Yeah. But. Wouldn't it be nice to just see Monty and Primo ride it for a little while? I think there would be some great internal competition if that took place, but there's something that you need to understand, of course, and that is Jake Allen is under contract for $3.85 million this year Mm -hmm. and $3.85 million next year with a modified no-trade clause, uh, 27-team no-trade list, and next year it's a three-team no-trade list. And so if the Montreal Canadiens are going to trade him, you'd have to think they'd have to pick up and eat at least half the salary because nobody's picking him up at that price with all due respect to him, of course. I agree. Rocket. I agree. Thank, with you. Thank you, Rocket. Thank you. Thank I you. You don't think they'll put Primo on waivers, do you? Uh, not right now because they definitely didn't, and I don't know. But at one point, Michel Therrien said that at one point he had Jose Theodore, Jeff Hackett, and Mathieu Garon, and they kept three goalies because they didn't want to put Garon on waivers. Eventually, right, they remember. But we do know that the Canadians protected Primo, didn't put him on waivers because a team had inquired about him and they thought that he was going to get picked up. So they didn't do that. Thank you, Rocket. I got to go. Steven. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got to go. Steven in Calgary. Thank you. Frank in Maine. Thank you. Philippe in Quebec City. Thank you. Rocket in Nova Scotia. Thank you. Where else are we going exactly? At 1 885 7425. Where are we going? Sammy and Yellow, Juliana Cavallaro. Tell me, Grant. Yeah. Um, you can't trade a goalie, you know, after every bad game. If you did, you'd you'd go through forty five goalies a year. You know, uh, like, that's a pretty good point. It's one game, and I mean, he did make two spectacular saves in overtime. He actually he did first half of the game. He was really good. Um, <laughs> you know, when the shots were thirty thirteen, what he let in one goal or something like that. So I mean, yeah, he had some. He let in two bad goals tonight, but. Uh, um, you got to be patient with, when it comes to that. And obviously, you know, it's the first game of the year. It's a powerhouse team they were playing against. Uh, yeah. They got a lot of power plays. Yeah, two poor goals against, but Monty lets in poor goals too. So it's uh, – um, and Primo, well, we've seen that every time he plays in the NHL, he lets in, he lets in a stinker or two. So um, – just be a little, I'd be a little more patient about Allen, even though, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating 
that he let those let in two bad ones tonight. But I, I think we have to be patient. Grant, we went just over an hour once again earlier this evening. Uh, we put out via social media our collaborators who will be with us throughout the entire hockey season. You have to check it out at the Sick Podcast via Twitter. Check it out on all social media platforms. We did a real nice video. And, of course, once again, our collaborators this hockey season will be Eric Engels, Maxime Lapierre, George Larac, Craig Button, Stu Cowan, Nicolas Cloutier, Marc-André Perrault, Anthony Martineau, Mike Johnson, Simon the Snake Boisvert, and Grant McCagg, to name a few. Wow. The Montreal Canadiens talk on the Sick Podcast this year is going to be off the hook. Grant, thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you sometime soon. Okay, Tony. Merci beaucoup. There you have it. Grant McCagg of Recruits and Recruits.ca, former Montreal Canadian scout under the Bob Ganey regime. And now his publication, of course, it's several months now that you can pay via monthly, pay monthly, uh, starting at like $199 per month to like $349 per month. Long story short, under $50 a year. Look at that. $199, $249, and $399 per month. $399 per month. You get full coverage of both the Montreal Canadiens, the NHL draft, eligible prospects, a bunch of great in-depth articles. Wow, that's great value. All right, okay, where are we going now? we got Stephen in Ontario. Stephen, what's going on? Stephen, are you there? What is this guy? What are they doing at Master Control? They keep on bringing me behind the scenes to show me what they're doing on their desktop, on their laptop, whatever they're doing. Steven, are you there? Going once. Going twice. Steven. Hello. Yes, yeah. sir. Mr. Marinero, how are well, you tonight, sir? Hold on. I'm doing very well, but I've been calling your name for like the last minute. Where have you been? I'm sorry, Tony. I've been standing here with my phone on, on right here waiting. She said she was transferring me. She transferred. Oh yeah, you transferred. Okay, and, and there you are. Here you are. What's going on, my man? I, I I cannot remember such a great game, Tony, in such a long time. My brother and I were texting each other back and forth. He's a hardcore Leaf fan. I'm a lifelong Montreal fan. Yeah, and we were getting along. We were you getting both, along you tonight, both, my friend. You, yeah. Do you both live in Ontario or what? Yes, I live in Sarnia, and he lives in near Oshawa. So, uh, yeah, okay. so he what was rubbing a... it into me when the Leafs came back tonight, and I said, hey, look, man, it's the first game of the season, and if that's the best you can do uh, with, yeah. against our rebuild. <laughs> but uh, your passion tonight, Tony, is what I appreciate the most. Uh, Thank uh, you. You know what I mean? I am a 67-year-old guy that's uh, also uh, uh, in love with Guy Lafleur. And I got huh. stories I would love to share with you sometime about that. But anytime, uh, you know, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful podcast. I'm so Thank grateful you. for you. Thank you very much. And I'm grateful that you are listening, you know, uh, from Ontario. I got to tell you, one of the most gratifying things about this podcast is when we um, when we decided to go for it with this podcast, we knew we were going to get support from Montreal. We knew we were going to get support from Canadians fans locally. We knew that. But what has blown us away is we get stats that come our way like once per week. And when those stats come in, there's people that are listening to this podcast in Brazil, in Argentina, in Costa Rica, in Venezuela, oh. in New Zealand, in China, in England, in Scotland, in Ireland, around the world, people are listening to this podcast. And 
I got a note today. I got a note today. I have to tell you, this was, it was, it was, it was sad, but at the same time, it, it really made me feel good about what, you know, I'm doing. And uh, it's, it's, hello, Tony, just a note from Israel. I'm a big fan oh. of your show podcast with roots of Montreal deep within me as I lived for five years in Montreal from 1989 to 1994. I'm sure you heard of what's going on in Israel these last couple of days. I just wanted to say that the sick podcast, the Canadians in general, are an escape and a safe place to go over the past 48 hours with more hard times ahead. I just wanted you to know that you and your podcast are making a big difference. Big hug from here. Moshe big. Wiseman. Is that big hugs from everybody, Tony? Big hugs yeah. from everybody, and to all the people of Israel. My heart has just been broken all the last couple of days. I I just cannot believe where we're heading as a as a world. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, thank God for sports to give us a, a our heads a shake once in a while to realize that you know what there's more to uh, to, to life than just hating on one another. Like we got to just leave it all out on the ice. You know, Moshe but, sent uh, me that message. Via Facebook Messenger. Thank you, Moshe. Stay safe. All right. Thank you so much for calling. This was a great call by you, Stephen, in Ontario. You're a Habs fan. Your brother is a Leafs fan. But you guys enjoyed the entertainment of the hockey game. You enjoyed the goals. You enjoyed the saves. You enjoyed the, you know, the, the bad goals that went in, the great plays. You enjoyed the hat trick from... Austin Matthews. You enjoyed the two goals from Newhook. You enjoyed the assist from Tavares. You enjoyed Cole Caulfield scoring a goal, and he could have had a second one had that one counted. You enjoyed the shootout. You enjoyed the overtime. It was a very entertaining hockey game. This is what I want. These tickets cost expensive nowadays in every arena in the National Hockey League, especially in Toronto. This is what I want. I want entertainment. We got it tonight. Thank you, Stephen. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Tony. And I'd love to call you one, again sometime and talk about Guy Lafleur. Uh, anytime. All right. Thank night. you so much. Do it on a non-game night. It'll be better. All right. There you have it, Stephen in Ontario. We went to Calgary. We had Stephen in Calgary. We had Frank in Maine. We had Philippe in Quebec City. We had Rocket in Nova Scotia. We had Stephen in Ontario. We'll get to your phone calls at one 585 7425 Roger is in the Iroquois Falls. Roger, what's going on? Hey, Tony, how's it going? Number one. Great show, great show tonight. Thank you, I appreciate it. What's going on with you? Uh, not much. I watched the game there. Lots to be uh, looking forward to with this Hobbs team. I wanted to give uh, Grant a pat on the back because uh, what he said about Slap, putting him on near the end of the game or with the three-on-three, three, give him a little bit of ice time. We already had the point in the in the bank, so I think it would have been a, a good thing to see him you know, play a little bit in there. Yeah, you know what? It would have been great to see him play. It would have been a good opportunity, but I think Slav showed everyone tonight he was on. He was on. Another thing I wanted to give you a pat on the back is when you had mentioned about Dvorak coming in and Monaghan moving up, which I could see, like I agree with you, Monaghan on the first line, I could see that happening. Uh, I was thinking the same thing at the same time. Well, would you see the way Monaghan found Cole Caulfield tonight? Look, Monaghan will bring things to the line that Anderson will not. Anderson can bring things to the line that Monaghan cannot. 
I just don't think Monahan is going to, I don't just don't think that Anderson, and I thought this since the beginning of the season, but I thought it since the beginning of the season, we are the beginning of the season. I thought, you know, ever since we've been talking about it for the last couple of months here, who would be the, the, the winger on that line, that there will not be one winger on that line. I think we're going to be several. I think we're going to see several. But at the very least, I think the way it's going to go down, you'll see Josh Anderson for the most part on the road. And at home, I don't think you're going to see Josh Anderson. Uh, you I probably will on Saturday night. But when Dvorak comes back and there's going to be a little bit, I think it's going to change. What else can you tell me? What can you tell me? What do you think? Jack guys fight? What did you think? Oh, I loved it. I was jumping there. I was pretty happy about that one. But you want to know the biggest take I got on that fight? Yeah, yeah, the biggest take? The, the biggest take was... Is that Reeves did not revenge the fight. When the Leafs brass mm. seemed to happen, they probably said, oh boy, we just locked this guy in for three years and the Habs have that? That was a bad move on their part. Yeah, but I didn't need tonight's game to tell me that. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. You sound like a good guy to me. Roger, that's it. What did you think? I want to thank everyone for watching. I want to thank everyone for listening. I think tonight was a real good debut of the season. I think it was awesome that we started the season this way. I want to thank everyone for calling. I want to thank everyone for sending the messages. I want to thank Energy Transportation Group. I want to thank Labita TB. And I want to thank Playground Poker for bringing you the sick podcast. I want to thank ADJ Products. For the smoke this year, we're bringing the smoke. We're bringing the fire. Not just tonight, every night. Not just one game, 82 games. For Sammy and Agnello and Juliana and Master Control, and for all of you watching tonight on YouTube Live, on Facebook Live, on Twitter Live, and Habs podcasts popping up all the time ever since we started this. They're all popping up here, there, and everywhere. And it's okay. There's room for everyone. We're going to give you a lot of reasons for this to be your one-stop destination for all your Habs talk. From myself, to the collaborators, to the content, to the smoke, to the bleu, blanc, rouge lights behind me, to the chair with Guy Lafleur's autograph on it to the fact that we're going to be taking your phone calls. We are going to be your place to vent. We are going to be your place to shout. We are going to be your place to scream. We are going to be your place to get excited. We're also going to be your place to chat. And you know what? Who knows? Maybe you might end up even hooking up, even more so than Tinder. That would be a beautiful thing. Toujours l'amour. Bonjour l'amour. La, 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 The Canadians lose by a score of 6-5, to five, but it's okay. Because they're going to be at their best in three or four years from now. And probably at that time, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be on the decline. What's important is winning the cup one day. I see it. I feel it. I can smell it. It's going to happen. In Gorton and Hughes and in Marty St. Louis, I believe in a very fun, entertaining hockey game where some of the kids looked absolutely fantastic. Jack Eye is the new sheriff in town. Slavkoski came to play and showed everyone there's a reason why I was the number one pick. Even Yulanen looked absolutely amazing. Nook, some people said about the trade, they gave up too much, this draft pick, that draft. Shut up! I love him. I'm Marinaro. Talk to you tomorrow. Ciao.
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.